Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Episode is into the woods podcast episode ninety five. Uh, do I regret numbering all these episodes? Yes, I do. Should I go back and change it now? No, because that would be bitchy. That'd be bad. That'd be cowardly. And if I'm anything in this world, it is cowardly, but it's also self aware, and it's self aware to a fault. Okay, do you understand? Welcome to the End of the Woods podcast. This is Ryan Woods. This is Monday, May 3rd. This is the 95th edition of the End of the Woods podcast. Sounds a lot more professional when I say it that way. This is the 95th edition. How was your weekend, dude? Huh? How was your weekend? How are you? I know who didn't have a good weekend, or maybe had a great weekend. Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. Now... They announced that just before I could the bombshell news drop just before I started recording. I was all prepared with my other news segments, you know, but now I have to change it. Now I have to change my whole, my whole dynamic. So it looks to me that Bill and Melinda Gates are splitting up. Melinda Gates, now a rich woman. Good for her. She didn't invent Microsoft, but she was there. Okay. She supported Bill through all of the thick and thin and, she really was the rock, and without her, I mean, Microsoft may have never happened. Now, let me look this up. Bill Bill and Melinda Gates, they are divorcing. How long have they been together? 27 years of marriage. Mm. He left Microsoft like a long time ago, though. We no longer believe we can grow together as a couple. That's some women shit to say, you know? That's some woman-ass shit to say, right? Bill and Melinda Gates divorced after 27 years of marriage. Uh, After a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage, the pair wrote on Twitter. Could you imagine telling fucking nerd-ass Bill Gates, hey, dude, you're going to get divorced and you're going to announce it on Twitter in 2000 when he left Microsoft as a billionaire. Oh, yeah, they first met in the 1980s when Melinda joined Bill's Microsoft firm. Yeah, dude, she knew what she was doing. Come on. The organization, I think they spelled that wrong. Organ, I-S-A-T-I-O-N. Look, man, I don't know if that, that doesn't look right. Have you ever seen a word and you're just like, dude, uh, you know, you just don't know. Um, Fighting causes such as infectious diseases. Yeah, they go over to Africa, dude, and they fucking just prick them. Like, you go to Africa, and there's a kid walking around with an arm coming out of his ear, and he's like, yeah, well, the Gateses were here. The Gates, along with investor Warren Buffett, are behind the giving pledge, with call, which calls on billionaires to commit to giving away the majority of their wealth to good causes. <sighs> Fourth wealthiest man in the world. He founded Microsoft in the 70s, huh? Damn. Imagine Bill Gates being your dad. Dude, a lot of people, man. 
Melinda joined Microsoft as a product manager, and the two sat together at a business center that year in New York. They began dating. But as Bill told Netflix documentary, I think Dana watched that fucking nerd. We cared a lot for each other, and there were only two possibilities. Either we were going to break up or we were going to get married. Hey, Bill. That's how any relationship works. Hey. Hey, Bill Gates. We cared a lot for each other, and there were only two possibilities. Either we were going to break up or we were going to get married. You know what that is? Bill Gates could have done a podcast and done that and, it, and had just called it the End of the Woods podcast because, dude, you just said words that meant nothing. You said everything and nothing at the same time. We were either going to break up or get married. Shut up. Melinda said she found Bill methodical, it seems, even in matters of the heart, writing a list on a whiteboard with the pros and cons of getting married. Ah, oh, what a fucking nerd. <laughs> they got married in 1994 on the Hawaiian island of white guy Lanai, reportedly hiring up all the local helicopters to stop unwanted guests flying over. Wow. Wow, dude. Why'd they throw that little tidbit about their marriage in here? They're like wedding. I don't know. But dude, I mean, now that I read that quote, I mean, I'm out. I'm Bill Gates. Actually, I'm going to say that to, uh, I'm going to be at dinner with like Dana's family in a few weeks and just turn their brains to mush by saying that, huh? Look, either we're going to get married or we're going to break up. Right? <laughs> Am I right? Say some shit like that. Then they're just going to look at me like, you fucking dumbass. They won't say that, though. They'll just think it. That's the beauty. When you're, when you're good, look, okay? If you're dating somebody's daughter, here's my advice. If you're dating somebody's daughter, they automatically think you're a scumbag. Full disclosure, which full disclosure, usually something white guys say before they say something everybody knows Full disclosure, I'm a scumbag, right? So, in my scumbaggery, her parents would be like, oh, that meant nothing. You said you'd either get married or break up. That's how it works. Hey, tomorrow I'm either going to wake up or I'll be dead. <laughs> hey, tomorrow either I'm going to wake up or I'll be dead. <laughs> Hey, you see, you're either going to wake up or you're going to be dead, okay? Come here, Pally, I'm going to shoot you. Either I'm going to shoot you in the head or I'm going to let you go free. And you're holding a gun to his head, a little old-timey movie. That's my that's my new character I'm working on, a little silent movie character. Hey, Pally, come over here. Let me talk to you, but he's not silent, so I don't know how, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. It's a little vaudeville. I don't even know what vaudeville is, I'm gonna, but it sounds cool as fuck. So you walk up to somebody with a gun, you go, hey, buddy, and it's got a little bang at the end of it. And you, it's got a little bang flag, and you shoot, and it says bang. And it's a little comedic break. And that was a long way of saying that that was a filibuster. And that's time wasted for you. So what's up, dude? How was your weekend? My weekend went swimmingly. Huh? My weekend went pretty swimmingly. I did... Um, on my wet last week of school, my life is coming at me in a way that I don't like. You know? I don't like it. I'm in my last week of school, probably ever. Like, I'm not going back. Like, once once I leave, I'm gone. 
That's how it is with me and everything. I don't go back. I don't come back for the reunion tour. I'm not doing like a like a little get together tour. If like I was in a band, like we were in a band. That's how bands work. If we were in a band and they were like 50 years down the road, hey man, let's do a little reunion tour. I'd be like, no. No, man, I cannot. Yeah, because you know when you reunion tours, they always sound like shit. They're like, wait, we need you to come. It's really dramatic, and I go, no. Because then it would ruin the magic. So when I leave somewhere, dude, I'm gone. Okay? I don't go back. So when I leave school, I'm gone. I'm not going back. That's why I never stopped. I didn't take a gap year. That's a white person thing, too, to say gap year, huh? Gap year shit. Yeah, I'm taking a gap year. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to find myself. Yeah, I'm just going to work at this job at the fucking... You know, I'll just be working... I'll just be working at Zaxby's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to do landscaping for the next 12 odd months, you know, and then we'll see. You know, it'll really challenge me. You know, in a way that school can't, man, you know? School's not for everybody. I get it. But don't don't tell yourself you're taking a gap year. Just be like, hey, dude, I'm not going back to school. Right? That's better. It's a lot better, actually. Yeah, you're just not going back to school. All good. Nobody likes school. Except for nerds. Dude, I did this project. I did this project for this marketing course. And I normally don't talk about this stuff because who cares? But I was doing a project for a marketing course, and as I just said for the third time, it was a poster board. And like when I heard that, I immediately went to like kindergarten. I was like, poster board? What are you talking? What are you talking about? And I'm like looking at the PowerPoint that he gave us for like directions, and I'm emailing my classmates, and I'm saying things just about, like, what are you guys doing? How are you doing this? And I'm on this call with the lady. She's like, you know, I'm like, how did you print your stuff out? Like, how did, how does that make sense? Like, I can't, I don't have a printer the size of a poster board. She's like, no, you know, you just put it like this. You know, I had design software. So I'm, not, I'm like, oh, design software? Shut the fuck up. Shut your mouth, all right? You nerd, get out of here. What are, you, what are you doing, pal? And he goes, oh, you know, you know, I like presenting, and I'm so I'm going to do this. And I'm like, shut up. What are we doing? So I made a PowerPoint. I printed that PowerPoint out, and I glue-sticked it. <sighs> I glue-sticked my PowerPoint to my presentation. I went to Staples. Like I said last week, I got my poster board, trifold, and I got my glue sticks, the purple that goes invisible. It's pretty gangster. It's a scientific invention. I hadn't touched a glue stick in a decade plus. I definitely didn't touch, like for the whole 2010s, I touched just zero glue sticks. That's facts. And if I did, it was early 2010. That actually doesn't, no, no, I didn't touch a glue stick. There's no chance. There is no chance I touched a glue stick for a decade. And then I'm buying one to for my last project ever. That's poetic justice right there, man. That's why we do it. You know, that's life. You know, life is a... Is, you know, a uh, Ferris wheel. You know, you go up, you go down, you know, and there's everything in between. Anyways, so I was doing this, and I was doing it, and I felt stupid because I'm like, this looks so dumb. And uh, lo and behold, I get to class, and it's on Zoom, of course. 
and we have to present them. And everybody else's looks so good. And mine looks like a child put it together because a child a child did put it together, right? Like, I, a child did. And then my teacher was like, hey, turn that in when you're done. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, the PowerPoint. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to suck. That's going to be a bad one. But you know what, dude? I'm done. You know, I already signed the graduation papers. What are you going to do, take it away from me? Ugh. Yeah, man, that's what I'm doing. So, you know, as I build out my uh, my graduation poster or whatever, I watched this documentary last night. Uh, it's been a decade since Osama bin Laden was taken down, was neutralized. And listen, I'm not a... I'm not a flag-waving, you know, red, white, and blue American, you know. But I can get behind shit like that, you know. That shit, that shit gets me going. I feel like the last two 9-11s I've come on here and I've been pretty, uh, ow. I've been pretty, you know, patriotic about it. You know, I like this country, man. We got it pretty good here. And uh, to watch that History Channel... He was on History Channel. It was like The Hunt for Bin Laden or something like that. You know, you can look it up. And, um, dude, I mean, I don't have... That's how I know I'm not a man. Like a real man. And that's why I have respect for the, uh, uh, like the armed forces deal that's going on. Because I know that, like, when that they're going up the stairs... Well, first of all, a helicopter goes down, right? A Black Hawk goes down. It's not like Black Hawk down in, I believe that's the first Middle Eastern conflict. I don't know, dude. They all run together. And, um, you know, I see a lot of times, like, these people who talk about, you know, oh, the military, you know, they don't think they're heroes. Dude, if I was on a helicopter that was going down in Pakistan, and we're going to take down Osama bin Laden, I would pee my pants. And I like to think that I could defend a house, you know, if something was going down. I probably could put up a fight. But, like, in shit like that, where I know there's a enemy that I don't know, like, I could get in a fight. You know, I could fight at the door of my home, like, in public, I can stand up for myself and things like that. But I'm not going in a helicopter that then crashes and then I have to blow up said helicopter. Because I'm now pants that are, that are full of pee. Okay? I've now soiled myself in the middle of Pakistan. That would have been the scenario if I was called upon. So good news for everyone, especially here in America. Good news. They didn't ask me to go. Was I 14 or 13 at the time? Yes. So I couldn't go. But good thing they didn't ask. That's a plus plus right there. Anyways, I'm watching this thing and you know, you're know you rooting for and You know how it ends and everything. And They go in there and they kill this guy. And the one guy said he whispered like the name. There's one badass. And he pushed these girls against the wall because they could have blown themselves up because, you know, they're hostile. Dude, that's gangster-ass shit, man. Imagine that, taking lives. 
we didn't lose anybody that day. That's pretty intense. Um, and then they come back, and there was a story that the one SEAL told. Uh, obviously, you don't know his identity, but he was like, yeah, I came back that weekend, and we got the go, and the go-ahead, and I came back that weekend. I'm taking my trash out, and this old lady from across the street comes down, and she knew I was, She he says it like she knew he was in the military, and uh, she comes down the driveway and looks at him and goes, and gives him a hug and says, I guess you really never know what your neighbors do, which is pretty fucking badass, you know, that she could put it, I never thought about that, you know, your neighbor's always gone, and then he goes away, he's in the army, and then all of a sudden he goes away, and he, and then when he comes back, Osama bin Laden's instead. and he's a soccer dad yelling at the, <laughs> could you imagine, you're yelling at the guy, could you imagine being at the stop sign, and you're yelling at a four-way stop, and you're yelling at the guy, and you're like, dude, get the fuck out of the way, you're, you're fucking moving forward, you're yelling. you're yelling at this guy who killed, who was in the mission to kill Osama Bin Laden. Because, I, mean, I mean, that's a pretty intense thing. And then I saw something on Twitter today that people were liking. I don't even know why I go on Twitter. Everyone's got an opinion. Well, actually, CIA, you know, they burned up all these funds and blah, blah, blah. They already knew where Osama was. They were just taking money. I'm like, okay, listen here, pal. Whatever, whether that's true or not, whether that's correct or not, do you understand Osama Bin Laden was the, I don't think I have to explain this to anybody, but Osama bin Laden was a more than just a terrorist, right? He became a figurehead for a movement. He was this, uh, you know, they couldn't bury him because they were worried about his body becoming, his gravesite becoming a shrine. So they had to bury him at sea. The decision was made. The Saudi Arabians didn't even want his body because of the same um, issues. They couldn't bring his body back because it needed to be buried. within. They tried to do the right thing. So, to talk shit on Twitter, tough look, man. Tough look. You're talking shit about people that went and killed the most most wanted man ever? You guys ever look at the most wanted list? It's actually kind of fucked up. You just don't even know. Like, how do you end up? Imagine being on the most wanted list. Anyways, uh, I did see the dumbest Instagram post I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of dumb posts. I've seen a lot of dumb posts, dude. And you're going to be asking, Ryan, what is the dumb post? Well, it was like a three... It was like a three, you know, uh, frame photo. And the top was like the world without bees. And it was like this world with no fucking vegetation. The second one, I'm not really sure what it was. It was like the world without something, and it was, you know, another dismaying photo. And then the last one was the world without humans. And it was this lush landscape, you know, and there's animals frolicking. And that made me two things. It made me laugh, and it made me mad. And you ask, Ryan, why did it make you mad? Is my phone fucking, god damn it. Why did it make you mad? Well, it made me mad. Well, it made me laugh because it's funny. Because what are we supposed to do? Oh, yeah, I want the world to be safe. Okay, everybody. Uh, the world needs to be more lush. Everybody grab your guns. Kill yourself. You got, I guess we have to kill ourselves. 
There's no option other than to kill ourselves. We must die for the world to survive. The world is one of the greatest George Carlin quotes I've ever heard in my life. The world will be fine. People are fucked. Okay? People have been here for such a short amount of time. We aren't killing the world. The world will be here. We're killing ourselves. Okay? And if you want the world to survive, don't worry about it. Unless you want the world to survive, so kill yourself. Okay? So kill yourself. Because that's what you're suggesting, that we all should just die. Right? That's why it made me mad. It made me laugh because we, you're suggesting we all should die. But it also made me mad because you're suggesting we all should die. The world will be fine. It's people that won't survive. The world's been around a long time. It's not like, oh, humans came around and really took that earth thing out of the sky, huh? You know, fucking humans. No, that's not how it works. We know this. That's such a human thing, too. It's so, first of all, it's hypocritical. You're posting it from your phone that uses electricity to charge and therefore killing the earth. Secondly, secondly, dude, you posted this photo without considering the world's been around and will be around long before and long after you've come and gone. It does not care that you're here. Now, should you not take too much and should we conserve? I'm for the environmentalist movement. You know, I'm for using less electricity, driving, you know, more efficient vehicles, which I have to talk about my car because fuck. But I don't understand. Yeah, the world will be fine, dude. Guess what? It'll be fine. Now, do I agree that there's too many people in the world? Yeah, I do. We're running out of real estate here. It's becoming a problem. But also... But also, it hasn't become a big enough problem yet. You know, the world will the world will figure it out. Whether we die and perish in all of it, the world will sort it out. It has a great way of being a sorting machine. You know, dinosaurs came and went. People will come and go. The world has a way of sorting it out. But my car, I do not have a way of sorting out my vehicle. Because, listen, okay, my car... We all know I had to change the alternator. We all know my wheel bearings are bad. And we all know my car's 20 years old. Okay? These are things we know. But also, I have a bypass belt, which if you're not aware of what a bypass let me explain something to you what a bypass belt is. Okay, a bypass belt, you see, bypasses one of the pulleys on your car because you have belts that spin these things that run your car you know like an alternator ac compressor power steering pump you know these things that are important okay alternator charges your battery bing bang boom i fixed that that's brand spanking new hundred dollars bing bing bang boom um bing bang boom AC compressor, you know that the alternator was making a little, like it was like that, you know, it was like, whenever you turn the car on, and they're like, that's not how the engine sounds. And so, 
when we go and use this bypass belt, which I can't fix anything, so I had to get assistance from somebody who knows how to use tools and isn't afraid to break things and isn't incredibly insecure about breaking things, a mechanic, he puts the bypass belt on, and it looks like the bearings of my AC compressor are also bad, and I hate it. Because people now have the ammunition to say, dude, you should have got rid of that car. Dude, you should have got rid of that car, dude. Dude, if you wouldn't get if you would have gotten rid of that car, dude. Why would I get rid of the car? It's a good car. I'm not a fucking douche. Get a new car every couple years. Is there anything wrong with just keeping the car you have? Huh? No, sure. Was the air conditioning cold as fuck? And does it make me mad that the bearings broke? Yes. Can I just buy a new AC compressor for $200 rather than buying a whole new car? I could just buy an AC compressor. It's not a big deal. Wheel bearings. I could just buy those. Combined, that's only... We're only at... in uh, All in all, we, I think we're still under 500 bucks. That's... I mean, that's a payment for these cars that people suggest I buy. I don't want a car payment. I don't. I don't need one. I can just fix this car. <sighs> I don't have to explain it to you guys. You guys get me. You know? You guys get me, huh? What else did I have to talk about? Do I have any more notes? No, I don't. No. Do I have any emails? I think I do. I think I have an email. One second. Let me get my emails. Let me go. I don't want to waste too much time filibustering here. Okay, I found it. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to come back so loud. I crashed my mom's car and blamed it on my brother. Okay, so basically... <laughs> I like how you start this. Okay, so basically, what happened was last weekend, we th I threw a birthday party for my dad at the house. The party was pretty cool, people getting drunk and left, left and right, okay, people getting drunk left and right, the typically Mexican party, okay? So like around 9 p.m., my mom tells me to go buy tortillas at a grocery store near my house, obviously. You know what I mean? Obviously. Um, cause you gotta have, the moral of the story, have more teeth, okay, whatever. Giving her the okay, I get in my mom's car, it's pitch black outside, and there's hella cars in the driveway, hella cars, and back out of the driveway, bam, I crash the car in the fence, and it's super notable, with wide eyes, I parked the car in its original location, and just get the fuck out. Luckily, they didn't bring up the tortillas anymore, I think they forgot, well, they were drinking, uh, fast forward to Sunday morning, I'm awakened by the front door slamming closed and yelling at my angry mother. Crap, I'm getting in trouble, I thought, naturally. Fumbling out of my room, my mom, dad, and brother are in the living room. Since we were all together, she tells us who crashed the car. I was about to say it was me, but I realized something. Oh, no. My brother was beyond trashed also, like lights out, so I blame it on him, and he didn't deny it. He turned to me and said, I did, question mark? I nodded and said, yeah, don't you remember? So now he's grounded. I feel like an asshole, obviously. I'm 17, so I wasn't drunk. Oh. Wow. That's shitty, man. Um, I would just apologize. Say sorry. I don't know, dude. That's shitty. Why would you do that to your own brother? That's pretty shitty of you, man. Don't know why you felt the need to share it with me. Hope your mom doesn't listen to this podcast. She probably doesn't. It's probably why you're real comfortable saying that. But Jesus Christ. You know, how many people are out there crashing their mom's car through a party where they got told to go? Uh, whatever, dude. 
All right, I think I'm out of here. Follow me at the links below. Subscribe, rate, and review. Say something nice. Send your confessions to ryanwoodspot at gmail.com or send your advice. If you want advice from me for some god-awful reason, I'll give you bad advice at ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. Uh, like the pages. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We'll, sp- we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Um, be good, man. Peace out. I'm out of here. The finest burning ain't a putting out that light Yeah, desire turns to desire Turns into a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in a hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married But who would condone it? When your dreams are being married And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to